Welcome to episode 18 of the English Sessions, Grow, Grow Up, part of the Phrasal Verb series. I am your host and English teacher, Mike Butler. These podcasts can help you improve your English. Together, we will talk about grammar, pronunciation, structure, and have some fun, too. Remember to visit my website, www.englishsessionswithmike.com, to contact me for private lessons and for more content. You can also read the transcript of this audio on the website as you listen to this episode. Listen for these words today. Harsh. Harsh today means severe or rude. Example, John was very harsh to his girlfriend. What a jerk. Feisty. Feisty in today's context means very lively or full of energy. Our puppy, Greta, is always feisty. Stick. A stick is a thin, long piece of wood that has fallen from a tree. My dogs love to chase sticks. It's time to talk about phrasal verbs. Let's break it down. Verbs are words like go, have, do, be. They are the most important part of a sentence. If you don't have a verb, you don't have a sentence. Instead, you just have some words. Phrasal verbs, sometimes called multi-word verbs, are verbs that need more than one verb to complete its meaning. You often see a phrasal verb as verb plus preposition or verb plus adverb. Phrasal verbs are important because a phrasal verb almost always has a different meaning than the verb by itself. For example, bring and bring up. The main definition of to bring from the Oxford Dictionary is to come to a place with something. Mary will bring wine to the party tonight. Bring up has the same verb, but that little extra word completely changes the meaning. To bring up means to raise a child. In other words, to care for a child until the child becomes an adult. The girl was brought up by her grandparents. Today we will talk about the phrasal verb grow up. We will also talk about grow. One is a verb, the other is a phrasal verb. So that means they have different meanings. Let's first talk about grow. If something grows, that means it increased in size. Example, the tree grew to a very large size. My puppy, Greta, is growing very quickly. She's already so big. The verb grow can also be the action that someone does to help something grow. For example, 
I am growing many plants in my garden. I grow plants. The plants grow. I grow plants. I give them water. Then the plants grow more and more and more. There are other definitions for grow, but this is the main way to use it. I'm keeping things simple today. Now, grow up. Remember when I said that phrasal verbs will have a different meaning compared to the main verb by itself? That is typically true. Sometimes the phrasal verb will have a similar meaning, but the phrasal verb meaning often is more specific. So, grow up means to go from childhood to adulthood. In other words, to become an adult. We often use this to talk about where this happened. For example, I live in Bisbee. Arizona, United States of America. But I grew up in Rochester, New York. I spent all of my years as a child and became an adult in Rochester, New York. I grew up in Rochester. So, yes, it has a similar meaning to grow. I did become bigger as I went from being a child to being an adult. So I did grow during that time, but it's more specific, more subtle. In another way to say it, I went from being immature to mature, although I think some may argue that fact. Grow up is often more about maturity, about mental development or advancement. In fact, that's why it is common to tell someone, hey, grow up, when they are doing something that seems immature. That's the basic lesson today. So you can turn off the podcast now if you want. However, for more advanced learners who want to learn something more complicated about phrasal verbs, then come back after the break. It's Mike, your host of Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. We'll talk about the history and origin of words in English. If you're coming over from the English sessions, well, then I'll give you an even bigger welcome, loyal listener. The English sessions is the podcast I've been doing for a while now for English learners and, and is where Get the Word was first conceived. I decided to make Get the Word its own podcast since I started to realize I was making content more for native speakers with these etymology episodes, which seemed to warrant its own feed. Don't worry, though. For those of you who are English learners, there will still be transcripts of the episodes on the website. Look for details in the show notes. Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone. Mike here. I want to pause for a moment to talk about how you can help the English sessions to continue. 
If you'd like to support the English sessions, then please go to anchor.fm/theenglishsessions. There, you can click on the support button and make a monthly contribution to the English sessions to keep this podcast going. You can support the English sessions for less than one U.S. dollar. Every bit helps. Also, remember. Go to www.englishsessionswithmike.com if you are interested in private lessons with me, Mike. Thank you all for supporting this podcast. Okay, Mike. So every time I see a verb with a preposition after it, I have a phrasal verb, right? Wrong. I'm sorry to be so harsh there for a second, but. I'm, I guess I'm feeling a little feisty today.、Uh, the truth is, some verbs just need a preposition because you cannot put a noun directly after the verb. There's a good chance that this is true for your native language as well. The example I always use with my students is with the verb "listen." To listen means to hear something and pay attention to that sound that you hear. Right? We listen to something. Because the verb "listen" never has a direct object. That's right. This means it is an intransitive verb. We will talk about intransitive and transitive verbs some other time. I won't bore you today with that. So, it is correct to say I listen to Mozart, but some students want to say I listen Mozart because in their language. That verb does take a direct object, like in Spanish, "Yo escucho Mozart." Listen to is not a phrasal verb because "listen to" is just what you say when you want to use this verb by its most common definition or meaning. Okay, are you still with me? Let's go back to "grow" and "grow up." What happens when you want to use the verb "grow" and also want to indicate the direction of its movement as it grows? You say "grow up." I remember once telling a student who had a farm that he should say he's growing vegetables, not growing up vegetables. And then I swear it was the next day. My friend and I were talking about how we wanted a plant in my garden to grow up. We wanted the plant to grow to continue to grow in an upward direction, because it was growing horizontally, not vertically. We supported the plant with a stick, and then the plant grew up. Sometimes language can be so complicated, so layered. What I'm trying to say is, "grow up" is sometimes a phrasal verb, and then sometimes it can just mean that you want something to grow in an upward direction. I learned a valuable lesson that week as a teacher because perhaps my student was trying to get plants to grow in a more upward direction. You can do this with so many verbs. Do you remember my example of "bring" and "bring up"? The girl was brought up by her parents, her grandparents. I mean, the girl was brought up by her grandparents. The girl was raised by her grandparents. Right? Phrasal verb meaning.
Mary will bring the wine to the party. Well, what if Mary is going to a party on the second floor of a building? Let's say Mary arrives at the building. John, who is the host of the party, sees Mary on the street and yells down to her, Hi, Mary! I'm glad you were able to attend my party. What do you have in that bag? Well, Mary could say, It's a fantastic bottle of wine. John could say, Oh, excellent! Bring it up! I can't wait! This certainly does not mean that Mary is going to raise a baby bottle of wine until it becomes an adult bottle of wine. She's just going to bring the bottle to the party in an upward direction. So, bring up the wine is not really a use of the phrasal verb bring up, is it? The meaning is still the same as before. Well, I don't know why I had so much fun making this episode. I hope you had fun listening to it. Write into the podcast with your favorite phrasal verbs. Hi, Mike. It was a very interesting story about Katagapo. Thank you very much. Any questions? Write to me at mike at englishsessionswithmike.com. Leave a message for me on the website, www.englishsessionswithmike.com, and I will play it on the podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. Visit www.englishsessionswithmike.com for more content. Please rate and review the English Sessions on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on social media. Twitter at The E Sessions. Instagram at English Sessions with Mike. Search for The English Sessions on Facebook. Until next time, this is Mike signing off. It's a fantastic bottle of wine.